Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in McGirt versus Oklahoma. And uh, before I start, I'm just going to say I won't be reading uh, Sharp versus Murphy because the syllabus in Sharp versus Murphy is refer to McGirt. Certiori to the Court of Criminal Appeals of Oklahoma. Argued May 11th, 2020. Decided July 9th, 2020. The Major Crimes Act provides that within the Indian country, any Indian who commits certain enumerated offenses shall be subject to the same law and penalties as all other persons committing any of those offenses within the executive jurisdiction of the United States. It's uh, 18 U.S.C. section 1153A. Indian country includes all land within the limits of any Indian reservation under the jurisdiction of the United States government. Section 1151. Petitioner Jim C. McGirt was convicted by an Oklahoma state court of three serious sexual offenses. He unsuccessfully argued in state post-conviction proceedings that the state lacked jurisdiction to persecute him because he is an enrolled member of the Seminole Nation and his crimes took place on the Creek Reservation. He seeks a new trial, which he contends must take place in federal court. Supreme Court held. Uh, the decision is reversed. Justice Gorsuch delivered the opinion of the court. For MCA purposes, land reserved for the Creek Nation since the 19th century remains Indian country. Congress established a reservation for the Creek Nation. In 1833, treaty fixed borders for a permanent home to the whole Creek Nation of Indians and promised that the United States would grant a patent in fee simple to the Creek Nation of Indians for the assigned land to continue so long as they shall exist as a nation and continue to occupy the country hereby assigned to them. The patent formally issued in 1852. Though the early treaties did not refer to the Creek lands as a reservation, similar language in treaties from the same era has been held sufficient to create a reservation. See Menominee Tribe versus United States. And later acts of Congress refer referring to the Creek Reservation leave no room for doubt. In addition, an 1856 treaty promised that no portion of Creek lands would ever be embraced or included within, the within or annexed to any territory or state, and that the Creeks would have the unrestricted right of self-government, with full jurisdiction over enrolled tribe members and their property. Congress has since broken more than a few promises to the tribe. Nevertheless, the Creek Reservation persists today. Once a federal reservation is established, only Congress can diminish or disestablish it. Doing so requires a clear expression of congressional intent. Oklahoma claims that Congress ended the Creek Reservation during the so-called allotment era, a period when Congress sought to pressure many tribes to abandon their communal lifestyles and parcel their lands into smaller lots owned by individual tribe me tribal members. Missing from the allotment era agreement with the Creek, however, is any statute evincing anything like the present and total surrender of all tribal interests in the affected lands, and this court has already rejected the argument that allotments automatically ended reservations. 
Oklahoma points to other ways Congress intruded on the Creek's promised right to self-governance during the allotment era, including establishing the Creek's tribal courts and requiring presidential approval for certain tribal ordinances. But these laws fall short of eliminating all tribal interest in the contested lands. Oklahoma ultimately claims that historical practice and demographics are enough by themselves to prove disestablishment. This court has consulted contemporaneous usages, customs, and practices to the extent they shed light on the meaning of ambiguous statutory terms. But Oklahoma points to no ambiguous language in any of the relevant statutes that could plausibly be read as an act of cessation or session. Such extraterrestrial extra textual considerations are of limited interpretive value. That's uh, Nebraska versus Parker. And the least compelling form of evidence, South Dakota versus Yankton Sioux Tribe. In the end, Oklahoma resorts to the state's long historical practice of persecuting Indians in state court for serious crimes on the contested lands. Various statements made during the allotment era and the speedy and persistent movement of white settlers into the area. But these supply little help with the law's meaning and much potential for mischief. In the alternative, Oklahoma contends that Congress never established a reservation, but instead created a dependent Indian community to hold that Creek never had a reservation would require willful blindness to the statutory language and a belief that the land patent to the Creek received somehow made their tribal sovereignty easier to divest. Congress established a reservation, not a dependent Indian community for the Creek Nation. Even assuming that the Creek land is a reservation, Oklahoma argues that the MCA has never applied in eastern Oklahoma. It claims that the Oklahoma Enabling Act, which transferred all non-federal cases pending in the territorial courts to Oklahoma state courts, made the state's courts the successors to the federal territorial court's sweeping authority to try Indians for crimes committed on reservations. That argument, however, rests on state prosecutorial practices that defy the MCA, rather than on the law's plain terms. Finally, Oklahoma warns of the potential consequences that will follow a ruling against it, such as unsettling an untold number of convictions and frustrating the state's ability to persecute crimes in the future. This court is aware of the potential for cost and conflict around jurisdictional boundaries, but Oklahoma and its tribes have proven time and again that they can work successfully together as partners, and Congress remains free to supplement its statutory directions about the lands in question at any time. The decision below is reversed. Justice Gorsuch delivered the opinion of the court in which Justice this is Ginsburg, Breyer, Sotomayor, or Kagan joined. Chief Justice Roberts filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Alito and Kavanaugh joined, and in which Justice Thomas joined, except as to footnote 9. Justice Thomas filed a dissenting opinion. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can reach me at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.com.